Hello and welcome to another edition of the Defend the Den podcast, your home for all, everything, Capital Christian, Cougar football, basketball, athletics talk. It is right here for you on the Defend the Den podcast. My name is Matt George from Sports 1140 KHDK in Sacramento, joined each and every single week by football head coach Casey Taylor. And coach joins me once again this week. We also have a special guest in studio and we'll talk about him and talk with him in just a little bit. But I'm going to introduce uh, head coach Casey Taylor right now, coach. A busy week of travel, maybe not necessarily the result that you wanted, but bringing the team up to Idaho before we get into the actual details of the game itself. Can you talk a little bit about how that trip was and the experience for the team? Well, I think it was a great opportunity for our guys. Um, you know, there was a handful of them that had never been on a plane before, you know, and I think where we want to take this program and, uh, you know, here in the next few years, um, you know, we're going to have to have some big games like that where we hop on a plane or, you know, have a travel to do some things. So I think it was a great opportunity to see how our guys would, uh, you know, respond and kind of see where they're at. We had uh, three good days of practice. Um, Thursday, we um, met down at the airport and flew to Spokane, Washington, um, had a great flight up there, um, had a, an hour bus ride from uh, Spokane to Quarter Lane. Uh, what a beautiful city. We were able to um, kind of check out the lake and, uh, um, the surrounding colleges and just the town and everybody was so uh, nice um, and then we stayed at the Days Inn we stayed in a hotel it was really nice um, we were able to go over to the school and uh, get a practice in that night um, they fed us which uh, they were very great the people there they were just very friendly and uh, you know really uh, enjoyed our kids and we really enjoyed our time with them um, you know and then spent the night Friday we got up and had some breakfast, some walkthroughs, some team meetings, and some film trying to prep. And um, we went out to lunch and uh, um, watched a movie, got some academic stuff in, and then uh, headed over for the game. And then um, when the game was over, we headed back to the hotel. And Saturday, got up early, hopped on a bus, and uh, you know flew back. And um, you know I think logistically wise from our trip, it was a great opportunity for our kids to. Uh, like I said, travel and see some of that. Seem to see a different, you know, play in a different state. I didn't realize Coeur d'Alene's only about 40 miles from Canada. It's really up there, uh, up north. And uh, the weather was great. Everything was great. Uh, you know, when the game started, though, we didn't play real well. But um, you know, I think you know, I think that's part of part of the process that we're trying to create here is. You know, our kids have got to learn how to um, how to compete, how to practice, how to prepare at a high level, and to play uh, great teams like Quarter Lane, who um, had a tremendous quarterback that will be playing at the University of Washington. And if he's playing on Sundays, I wouldn't be surprised um, for them to see that and see where we need to go. I think um, one of the things we're struggling with as a program is where we're at now as Division Five or where we've been, and what is that step up to Division Three to Division One? And I think they got a, a, a heavy dose of what a good Division One program is and not only just from the football team that they how good they were I think just from the the whole town atmosphere the band the way the trainers were there the you know them helping out with hydration just the organization logistics of how a good program and a good community that um you know they've won a few uh, state championships up there how they do things you know and I think it was a good opportunity for us to have some uh you know one-on-one sidebars with some of the kids that maybe you don't have that time with to sit down and you know during eating meals having uh, you know I know I was fortunate to sit with a few guys that maybe I haven't spent too much time with through the last six months and really kind of ask, you know, where, what their story is and, you know, where they grow up and those types of things. So I thought it was uh, very good on that end. And, um, you know, it's a, I think it's a place for us to see that we uh, obviously have a lot of work to do, um, but we also got to understand that to get there, it's going to take a lot of hard work and it's going to take a lot of dedication. It's going to take a lot of perseverance and there's going to be a lot of things we got to do a lot better to get to that level but I think until unless you've tasted that or been out there and competed against it and see what that looks like you can't go there so I think with that said I think it was a a great opportunity and I think we got a lot out of that. 
So, Coach, let me get the negative out of the way. The final score, 45-7 to in that one you mentioned. Not necessarily the performance you wanted to put out there, but you were facing a really tough team in Coeur d'Alene. We talked a number of times about how if you want to be the best, you have to play the best. Uh, and you just spoke about just the learning experience that it was playing that uh, at that level. How do you think you guys fared, though? Maybe uh, the final score doesn't always tell the the entire story of the game. Do you feel like you were completely overmatched right out of the gate, or did you see a lot of flashes at times of, hey, we can compete at this level, we just need to fine-tune some things and work our way up to that? Yeah, you know, we had, we had some opportunities, and we really did early on. Um, you know, they had a great uh, you know opening drive, and they drove us like 14, 15 plays, and like I said, the quarterback was so good where – you know, you think you'd have him under wraps. He'd make plays with his feet or his legs. Um, you know, we um, we blocked a punt early on, had some good field position, and you know, didn't take advantage of it. Um, our defense did did get a handful of turnovers, which was great. Um, you know, positive, good positive on offense. We didn't turn it over, but uh, you know, our problem was we just we just the execution wasn't there. You know, I just felt at times we, you know, we didn't um, really give ourselves a chance, just really getting off the ball and striking and being physical and playing with a lot of confidence. You know, I think they got on us kind of early and we were kind of, you know, reeling back a little bit and just couldn't get back. Um, I felt in the second, you know, late in the first half, we kind of started getting back in it a little bit. And, you know, we played a hard, solid second half. Our guys played hard and we got some positives out of that, you know, but, um, you know, I just, what we got to understand is we got to answer the bell, you know, right off the bat. And we've talked on here for weeks that we've had a, some some slow starts, you know, and against good teams, especially like quarter lane, you know, it's, it's hard to bounce back when you're down a couple scores, you know, it's going to be hard to do that. So I think that's some of the process we got to do. And we've been, uh, you know, it happens during the week, you know, it's the, it's the daily, daily, uh, competition and practice it's doing the little things on and off the field it's uh, showing up on time it's wearing the right stuff it's um being a good teammate it's uh being a uh, leadership um you know we're still growing on who are the leaders on this team and you know who who do we follow and not just talk but um by actions speak louder than words so we're going through a lot of that right now and uh you know our guys got to continue to battle it's not going to get easier for us you know we got a great po- opponent coming in right now and i that's what i love about football you know i think that um it's good i mean it's easy to go 10 and 0 and beat everybody 40 nothing and think you're a lot better than you really are but i think uh, what i really love about football and coaching is i love it when we do get some adversity right now you know i'm in it so i don't feel real good don't get me wrong you know feeling a little down got a lot of work to do but i think that's where the real teaching comes in and really the message of uh you know if you're really about you know using football as a vehicle to teach life lessons to kids there's no better time than adverse times where you're pushed again and people are giving you this and things are being said about the program things are being this and that guys are doing this you really find out who the real core people are in this program that really believe in what we're about and i think that's kind of taking place right now so to me it's very exciting because i know where we're gonna go uh but when you're in it it's not much fun. So, but that's part of the process, you know. And like I said, we're we're here to build, and we got to create a lot of that culture this first year. And sometimes it's a little uh, uncomfortable for people, you know, on the field, off the field, everywhere, you know. But we're going to hold you accountable, and we're going to expect you to work hard, and that's how we're going to do it. And uh, sometimes that's not the easy way to do it. Um, and then to our guys understand that we got to work hard to be great um, and compete in practice. Like I said, compete in the classroom, compete off the field. You know, we're not going to get to where we want to get. But I think with Coeur d'Alene and uh, much respect to them and their program to see what they're about, I think they got a real good picture of uh, where we got to go and we got a long way to go to get there. Coach, so 
the good news is you're back at home this week, and then following uh, this week's game, you have uh, I think it's the final four straight games yeah. are, are all league action. Yeah. Uh, so some meaningful games, good opportunity for the team to bounce back, really put this one behind them, and 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 get back to where they're winning, feeling confident. Record still three and two, uh, but you have Bishop coming in here on Friday night. Talk about I guess the. Um, the transition from maybe a tough lo- uh, loss that much on the road to being back at home, changing the mindset, forgetting about that one, putting it on the back burner, and then just getting ready to, to keep going and pushing forward. Yeah, well, we have a great team coming in Friday night. Uh, Bishop Minogue um, does a great job there. Uh, um, they've got a new coach, Ernie Howerton, that was at uh, Reed High School up there that was a northern, northern Nevada power for years, and he's kind of transferred over, and they're doing some great things up there. So we're going to have our hands full. So we got to really have that that switch dialed. Obviously, being home is nice. Um, you know, you're going to talk to Mark Soto later with the honor group, but um, you know, having the honor bowl and um, being able to honor our veterans, you know, Friday night is going to be a pretty special event. And uh, to have a great team uh, like Bishop No coming in, I think it's going to be another playoff atmosphere. You know, like we're saying, uh, the quarter lane game was nice with no JV game of just really having that playoff feel. And I think that's what we're trying to create with these two games in our schedule sandwich between our league is just trying to get those big venue games that um, our guys learn how to compete under the under the bright lights. And and uh, we're going to have another one of those Friday. Um, Bishop Minogue's got you know some outstanding players, got a lot of size, and we're going to have to bring a tremendous effort to have an opportunity to win on Friday. So I, I really challenge the guys this week to have a great week of practice. We need to bounce back, and we need to get better. You know, we need to get better. The film doesn't lie, and uh, we made a lot of mistakes on Friday night, and we got to do a lot and make a lot of improvement this week to to be in a good game with Bishop this week. You mentioned the. Uh the stipulations or the the ceremonies involved in uh, this Friday's game. We're going to take a quick break and come back. When we do come back, uh, we're going to talk with Mark Soto. He's the executive director of the Honor Group. We have an Honor Bowl happening this Friday. Uh, Coach, you and I and Mark will be able to, to chat about really how important this game is, the meaning behind this game, uh, and also we can talk about the effect that that may have on players, fans, and really just an awesome event uh, that's happening at uh, Capital Christian this Friday. We're going to take the break, come right back. This is the Defend the Den podcast. You're home for Capital Christian Football Talk. Welcome back into the Defend the Den podcast. My name is Matt George from Sports 1140 KHDK. You know Casey Taylor, head coach of the men's football team at Capital Christian. And uh, plenty to talk about involving the Cougars coming off of a tough loss on the road, traveling all the way to Idaho. But now they are back at home. And not only are they back at home for just a regular old football game, it has a... uh, a bit of pizzazz and excitement, extra excitement behind it as we welcome in to the podcast Mark Soto, the executive director of the Honor Group. This Friday's game is an honorable game. And Mark, before we talk a little bit about what the Honor Bowl is all about, can you share a little bit of your background? What uh, do you do and what is the Honor Group? Um, I, thank you. Uh, I'm a retired high school football coach. I coached for 18 years. Um, in 2010, I met Casey, um, and I, I went over to Del Oro and started coaching with him. And it was at that time that we had talked and we had decided that we wanted to do something on 9-11 to honor our military veterans. Um, I have two sons that have served in the military. One's a Marine, a retired or, or former Marine. Uh, another one is a U.S. Army sniper. They've both seen the worst of war. And uh, from their journeys, from seeing people killed, people, uh, friends of theirs wounded, I, I eulogized one of the Marines that was killed from Granite Bay, who I coached. 
um, it, the passion was deep in me. And so Casey and I had talked, and uh, we started this football event at the time that was called um, Battle at the Capitol. Um, then the uh, event began growing, growing, and uh, uh, in 2011 we did it. 2012 we did it again, and then we morphed into a nonprofit called the Honor Group Inc. and changed the name to the Honor Bowl. And now it's become the biggest and best high school football showcase in America. We bring in teams from all around the nation to come and pe- compete for military veterans. And it's a great way to educate the, the, the student athletes and the coaches that are in it and the community that's involved about the needs of our military veterans. And we go into the locker rooms. We, we do ceremony on the field so everybody could understand the, um, the, the, uh, the sacrifice that our men and women uh, give, bleed, and die for our freedom, and uh, it's turned into an amazing event. Well, before we uh, continue, Mark, first off, thank you to your to both of your sons for for their service and for what they've done. But I also believe it uh, it takes a a strong family and support base behind those soldiers to be able to continue and to do what they do. So thank you to you personally for thank being you. a military family and for managing to turn this potentially really negative situation into something uh, extremely positive. Coach Taylor, I know you're very excited to be able to work with Mark and to be able to have this come to Capital Christian. Yeah, no doubt about it. Like Mark said, you know, um, I knew his uh, boys were in the service. My dad was a Vietnam vet and my grandpa was in Pearl Harbor on the West Virginia. And, uh, you know, the military is a big part for me. And, uh, you know, just working with Mark and uh, my time at Delora, I've probably been to eight or 10 honor bowls with them. And just to see the impact and get really get educated on what's going on. We've had the opportunity to visit Camp Pendleton. I've uh, been having an opportunity to meet uh, a lot of wounded vets that have come back uh you know, they might miss, be missing a leg or missing an arm. Um, you know, just a lot of the mental and physical, uh, you know, endeavors that they have to go through and getting to know the people. And I think, you know, honoring some of the, the vets that are back now in our communities that um, maybe weren't treated great when they did come back on certain different wars. I think that's been great to get to know their stories and to see the appreciation and, um, you know, all of that. Just been a, just been a, I, I just feel very blessed to be, have been a part of it. You know, and I think anytime we can take time out, to use a, a venue like a football game where there's people there to watch a great game um, to honor these people that have served so much. You know, a past, present, and future. You know, I know just a, being at Del Oro, my time and starting with the Honorable, we've had over 20, 20 of our players join the service and have done great things from being in academies to um, going. I think um, it's really broke down the stereotype of joining the service and here's a gun and go fight and you'll know, come back. You know, they've really have some, a lot of opportunities that our kids have taken advantage of that I've had in the past. And just to see the, um, you know, for them to get really appreciation of what these guys go through and, uh, and to see it firsthand and hear their stories. And um, um, they're, they're very, very powerful, very powerful to meet moms of fallen of you know of kids that have died in service it just puts a lot in perspective and i even think with today and the tragedy that happened yesterday in las vegas and the things we're facing with a divided country whatever side of the political spectrum you're on we need to be about america you know and i think that um having a thing like this on friday nights just it's at a great time of us just to really pay tribute to america and what we're about and the, and the veterans that have done so much for us amen casey i gotta tell you um, you couldn't have said that any better. We get letters from 
uh, principals, from coaches, from students that have been uh, surrounded by the Honor Bowl. And it's amazing what they say about what their kids have learned and how they've changed and how they've come home and, and wanting to give back and they have a new mission. So we're doing our job, and, and it's coaches like Casey and many other coaches across America that have captured this vision, and uh, uh, we're proud to bring this to Capital Christian. I think it's going to be an amazing night. And, Mark, so you've had two feet firmly planted in, in both worlds, the, the world of the, the military background, and then also you mentioned your time uh, as a head coach. Yes. So can you speak a little bit about how football as a as a sport but also as a platform is a, a perfect opportunity for events like these and to, to honor veterans and also to teach kids or these, these players really about how important our military and that background and, and paying respect to that is. Yeah, well, there's so many cross-correlations between football and the military. I mean, it, you, we, the, the military talks about brotherhood, sacrifice, commitment, character, all of that other stuff. Well, it's the same thing these coaches are teaching every day to their players. So the correlation between the two is a very tight bond. I've had many... Marines, I'm talking infantry Marines that are decorated combat Marines, love coming to the Honor Bowl because they feel like they're back in that unit again yeah. of brotherhood. And, and they see it the way the coaches, uh, you know, amp up the players and get ready to play. They see it in the locker rooms. So there's amazing correlation that happens between the two that when you see the two bond on a football field, it just works. It just works. And like I said, we see it with letters. We see it with um, uh, phone calls and emails back from the schools that have participated in our event. You know, please invite us back. They see it. Well, I, I got to tell you, just for, for me personally, to be able to um, to know that this is happening, it fires me up. And I think, Coach, you hit it perfectly how it really couldn't be better timing both for just the area that we're in the political climate everything that happened in las vegas like you're talking about um, just such an awesome ability um so i thank both of you for really um opening that door for us but coach how about specifically for for your players do they approach this game any differently knowing that there are they're playing maybe a little bit more for veterans and they're they're showing out uh for really modern day heroes in our society yeah, you hope. You, we, yeah, we will. We will take time during the week to really talk about what it's about. You know, um, you know. I think Monday, Tuesday, we're really geared into the preparation. But as the week goes on, we'll really take some time to to talk about that. You know, and what I found doing this, you ask your team how many people have any family members that have been involved in the military, and everybody knows somebody that's been in it. So you don't really understand that everybody's affected in some way. You know, if it was a grandpa or something. You know, I've I've had teams where I've had four or five kids on the team that were playing during the season, and their siblings are serving overseas well that's a whole different ball of wax when you're you know you wonder why they're a little not focused at practice or things are going on with the family it's a whole different thing so I think it's really opened some good dialogue doors for us and I hope it will this week and I'm sure it will and I think it'll be great for our guys at Capitol to really see it for the first time you know I've uh, been fortunate to be through a bunch of them and um, every time it's it's just uh, very um, I don't know just very humbling like I said I just feel very blessed I get very emotional before the game and it's uh it's it's a great night, and I hope our I hope our kids feel it, and I know they will. And we're just thankful to Mark and his group to come over and really, you know, get, you know, do one over at, at Capitol and kind of you know have a different look, a different place in the city to show show the wonderful thing. And we're hoping for a big crowd on uh, um, on Friday night. And again, like I said, they've had national top teams in the nation playing. They've been with big crowds of you know five ten thousand people, and you know we're hoping there's a few thousand there on Friday. But you know we'll see what happens. But um, I just want to invite everybody out if you, if you're a, a football 
football guy, a football uh, person, you're going to see a great game Friday night. And if you're not about football and are about, you know, wanting to see a great event, we want to have a great event. Not only is it going to be a good game, but it's really about the events, about the night for the veterans and, and really honoring them. I think it would be a great place for everybody to show up and uh, to, 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 to soak it in. And, uh, you know, just really think about where we're at and what we need to do. And uh, it's going to be a great night, and I'm really looking forward to it. And Mark, for those who are hearing about the Honor Group for the first time, where can they learn more about what it is you guys do, maybe be a part of it, and then also find out more about how they can help out? Absolutely. We have a great website that's very explanatory, tells about everything that we do, uh, where the money goes that we raise, and that is www.thehonorgroup.org. Thehonorgroup.org, or you could hashtag honorable and just see Google and Google pages of us. But... um, uh, yeah, that's the best way to find out more about us. And not to get too personal, but you talked about both of your sons being in the military and also um, coaching former uh, military veterans as well. Yes. So what is this, seeing how the honor group and the honorable and everything has grown, what does that mean to you both as a, a major supporter of the military but also a military father? Wow. Um, all I could say is I the most emotional I've ever gotten uh, when it comes to these events that I do is when my boys, after they've, they've been to them, they've been down to L.A., they've been up here for, for these events, and when my boys call me and say, Dad, thank you. Mm. Oh, God, I'm going to start getting emotional now. <laughs> but it really hits me because um, that's the reason why I started this is because I didn't want these guys to be forgotten. I wanted our communities and our, and our, and our youth to know more about the sacrifices that these men and women make for our freedom and uh, it's working and I appreciate you know coaches like Casey and Capital Christian that invite us into their schools and allow us to put on this showcase it's a great honor well Mark thank you again for uh for showing up and and for coming and and putting on an event like this um I know speaking for me personally someone who has uh, a cousin in the military also a, a father that was in the military as well uh events like this are, are, are fantastic and, and I, I believe very much in the the power of sports to broaden people's horizons to see you know it's more than just a game that's happening on the field to turn and see a, a, someone in a uniform beside you and want to learn more and, and, and think more about them so thank you for putting on this event for for building this up it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you and thank you for joining us on the podcast here today thank you sir and coach, thank you as always. Best of luck uh, this Friday and um, hoping that not only will it be a fantastic event, which I'm sure it will be, but also we'll have another notch in the wind column and, and bring some more momentum into the final four league games of the season, coach. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me, buddy. Yep. Thanks. Uh, it's been the Capital Christian Podcast. Mark Soto and head coach Casey Taylor will be back next week for more as always. And we will see you at the Honor Bowl on Friday.